Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast. Tonight, we are going to be giving our spoilery review of Tears of the Kingdom and talking about other games that we're playing. Micah, are you ready? Yep. Nintendo Pals, the uh, weekly show all about Nintendo and friendship. And if you are new here and you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and leave us a thumbs up. And if you're listening on your podcast listening app of choice, please leave us a five-star review. It helps the show out immensely. Helps us out. We love it. Uh, let's just jump on into it, Micah. What, 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 what do you say? Say, okay. Okay. Okay, Micah, what have you been playing? What's 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 been new in your in your gaming repertoire? Is that well, it? Uh, is that right? Of course. Yeah, I think so. Of course, the classics. Been playing some Rocket League. Been playing some Splatoon three. Go play a bit more Tears of the Kingdom. So I said, apparently, not much else. Well, you and I have Actually, been playing another game that we're going to talk about for uh, this week's PAL topic because uh, it's true. its outreach is pertaining to Nintendo, although it's not Nintendo. And the game we're talking about is Baldur's Gate 3, which is awesome. You and I are both really enjoying yep. I think. I, th I think you're enjoying it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm liking it. <laughs> but... Uh, Myself, what have I been playing? I've been playing uh, two games primarily. One, I finished up Tears of the Kingdom's uh, Shrines. I got all the shrines. And two, a brand new game that I picked up this last month that absolutely sucked away my life. Which is fitting because the game is Vampire Survivors. This game is so good. I love Vampire Survivors. It is such a me kind of game. It's like a top-down auto-shooter, bullet storm. Uh, what, would you, what would you call these games where you're like progressively leveling up your character in battle? It's... Yeah, you survive waves of enemies. It's like Risk of Rain-like. In its in its power up progression, right? You're like picking up these things, and your attacks are just getting crazier and crazier. I feel like it's very similar to Risk of Rain in that regard, and and enemies are getting more and more. And by the end, I, I've gotten to the point now where where the game can't handle what's happening <laughs> on the screen. It's so much, so much stuff, <laughs> and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. There's so many characters and things to unlock. There's bosses it's way deeper than it first appears yeah it's quite a bit of content that you can unlock throughout that game 
yeah, I enjoyed it so much that I actually picked up both the DLC packs as well, which come with uh, new weapons and new characters, some of which are like my favorite characters in the game. There's this character named Eleanor that you play as who is a wizard that gets three different spells. just like spell string, spell blast, and third one. And when you max out the levels on all three of those, you just get this like one super spell casting thing that is just constantly going on screen with um, every once in a while a big, huge boom effect. And it's it's pretty satisfying to level all of those up and then get it all as this one big super powered thing. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm liking the game a lot. And I've unlocked some pretty interesting side characters. I think my favorite character, though, is... Uh, I think I think the name is Poplio or Popio. He plays a tree. Your movement... That's terrible. <laughs> your movement is, like, 50% less <laughs> than, uh, <laughs> than any of the other characters. So, like, when you first start, you can't move at all. And you just have to hope that you get a wing thing a wing of which is like the speed up and uh but they do start with a fully evolved weapon uh and evolved weapons are basically like maxed power power uh basic items so a fully evolved weapon that gives you like a shield bubble around you so for the first five minutes of the game well no i'd say like first two minutes of the game most enemies won't be able to hurt you because they'll run into that bubble and die. So, which is good, because you can't move. But if you if you are unfortunate and you get some sort of boss-type character <laughs> in those early rounds, it will just run in there and you're, you're dead, because you can't outrun it, and you're not dealing enough damage to get rid of it. So that's fun. That's fun. But that's, that's what I've been playing primarily, is just those two games. Um, I can't forget Pokemon Sleep. I haven't played for a little bit. I haven't been playing Pokemon Sleep, but you know what I have been playing? Pokemon Go. A lot of Pokemon Go. Still still going strong with that. Uh we just had the event this last weekend with all the like Primal Kyogre and Primal Groudon and Mega Rayquaza. And I forgot that that event was going on, so I didn't get a Mega Rayquaza. <laughs> But I did get a primal Groudon. It's pretty That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't have one of those. Cause don't you have to go do like a raid or something with a, a bunch of people? Yeah. And they were beefy raids too, man. Like you had to, they, they would like wipe teams if you don't have a large amount of people. It is what it is. But anywho, uh, I say, like, we jump over to, uh, Review. Our review. It's reviews day. It's Tuesday reviews day. So let's jump into it. For those that are still looking to avoid spoilers for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, this is your warning. Come back next episode. Uh, and for those watching live, that will be in about 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, as, we, as we talk, Tears of the Kingdom. All right. Spoiler. Spoiler. 
Spoilers. Spoilers. We're, we're, talking, we're talking all of it here. Micah, what did you think of Tears of the Kingdom? It was pretty good. I agree. It was very good. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, I, I'd say that this is now my favorite Zelda game. I think it, I think it, I can confidently say I like this one more than Breath of the Wild. And Breath of the Wild yeah. is my previous favorite, so kind of makes sense, right? That this, yeah. I feel like the only almost negative thing I can say about the game isn't really even much of a negative thing, but with all the potential of the Zonai devices and what you can do with them, you're, and the abilities they give you, you're almost too powerful. Like, you can just break shrines and solve them however you want by just, like, rewinding and standing on objects, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh... I, I had to limit myself in, like, all these shrines. I'm like, I'm going to go through these shrines and I'm going to do them like the correct way, like do the actual puzzles instead of just almost essentially just like legit cheesing your way through, which they totally let you do. And that's an option if you enjoy it. But I also feel like the enemies uh, were much tankier because like maybe to compensate for this. So like even basic enemy camps will have like a silver, uh, a silver, a silver bokoblin in them. And uh, and th those take a lot a lot of hits. Yeah, so like early things always take forever. Uh, yeah, er early game it feels like things are too strong, and that's because late game you're just gonna be wiping the floor with everything because. I actually feel like I remember being more difficult at the beginning of Breath of the Wild. Maybe I was just kind of used to it on this one. But, like, basic enemies at the beginning didn't seem quite as hard as they did in the original. Huh. Well, that's also because we start on the Sky Island in this game, and I feel like the constructs on the Sky Island are just, like, I don't know. They're, they're super easy, right? Yeah. Uh, so maybe, maybe that's it, and it's, like, the Great Plateau was significantly harder, I think, than the Sky Islands. Although the Sky Islands... I had I had the most difficult time getting to the like, uh, the one shrine up in the ice area. Cause there's like a pretty specific route you have to take to get there, and if you don't find the cave or whatever to get up to that, you're gonna be struggling for a while. I ended up just using like uh, those floating platforms and making stairs to get up oh, to nice. it. Yeah. Anywho, uh, let's let's talk about the game uh as far as uh, we we can break down its different parts uh story for me i thought was really good um a noticeable improvement from what we had with breath of the wild for story uh, i really liked the time travel not really time travel but the like time mechanic that was basically a recycle from Breath of the Wild, right? You, you would see the memories of, of Princess Zelda and you at these different places. Um, but in this game, you're kind of seeing what Zelda is doing, and it feels more like parallel to what you're doing, if that makes any sense. It feels less like 
oh, this is a memory of what happened, and more like, this is where Zelda is. Because at least for a little bit, you don't even know that she went to the past. Yeah, she just fell into a hole and disappeared in a ball of light. Like, well, that's cool, I guess. Yep, yep. So I, I, I liked the story. I think it was... Uh, it, it, it just felt more substantial than Breath of the Wild's story. Where that that one just feel, felt like it focused more on gameplay, and this one felt like it had, I don't know, it just felt it just felt more substantial. It just felt more substantial because you also have the uh, present stuff happening, which is, hey, we've got four anomalies that have come because the castle flew up into the sky and things fell from the sky, and uh, so now you're going to the four like major cities throughout Hyrule and along the way helping recruit uh like party members not really but they're they're uh sages sage yeah yeah so sage those spirits usually those sage spirits will join you and you uh you that's that's you need to collect four gotta collect and, them all and then you can go take on uh Ganondorf just collect Gazel. four you say well that's the thing in a twist there's actually a fifth sage the the robot sage which yep which you don't actually have to wait to be your fifth sage right you got that it. was actually the third sage i got i believe yeah yeah because you navigated Ran around an island a sky island almost completely blind in a thunderstorm Yeah, I thought that that was that was a cool uh, twist of sorts. Um, I I wasn't I, I I was expecting another sage, but once all four regional phenomena were cleared up, I was like, oh okay, well I guess maybe I'll be the fifth sage, or <laughs> you, you know, like I wasn't I wasn't quite sure how that was gonna work. Um, and then come to find out that it's just straight Minoru who was in the past and transferred. Her spirit was with you all along. Wow. Uh, so story, I thought, was really good. The uh, some Highlights of the story for me, anything with Ganondorf in it. Oh, absolutely. He was so good. It was so great. Uh, Matt Mercer did a fantastic job with the voice acting for Ganondorf. And just the lines that he had, he was intimidating. And I mean, he didn't really have much like backstory or motivation. He's just kind of like, yeah, he's just kind of like what Ganondorf always is. It's just that man is evil. (laughs) He's an evil (laughs) man man. with the evil eyes. (laughs) He's the man with the evil eyes. Uh, But that's, that's, he was so good. And, uh, I guess story-wise for the ending, I thought was so hype. You infiltrate the, oh, I don't know, I don't even know what you'd call it, his lair. Which a was, gloom tree, like <laughs> what it is. A gloom tree, is that? Pretty much. I mean, there's like the gloom spread throughout the roots. That's how it like spread through all of, at least the depths. I you didn't a lot even of, like, realize gloom, that. I didn't. I, stuff. 
I had no idea that that was how that happened. But that makes sense why it was all wooden and and it was like a giant tree that you were just kind of like an anti-Deku tree. Oh, exactly. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so you, you infiltrate that lair area and he's like withered mummy Ganondorf and then does a ground pound and turns into buff, muscly Ganondorf. Really cool. Hot Ganondorf. <laughs> Did you say hot Ganondorf? <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> they made him really big. He is huge. Like, double your size. <laughs> like, wow. Like, and then he right. gets, like, even bigger. <laughs> and yeah. then he gets bigger again, actually. Well, it's a, I, I know this isn't, like, really story, but let's talk, about the, let's talk about the final boss fight because I think it's one of the most hype moments in any video game ever. Um... What did you think of the final boss fight? Any any highlights for you? But all three stages? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was, it was a really spoiler good. cast. We can talk about whatever we want. Yeah. I like how it kind of built up. Like, the first part is, like, relatively basic. You're kind of fighting a mostly normal, like, sword user. And then it kind of ramps up in stage two, and then it goes crazy in stage three. Even for stage one, when he first uh, dodges, he, he will flurry dodge uh, one of your attacks. And Yeah, and then you have to dodge back. Yeah, that was... He's the only uh, enemy character that does that, ever. So yeah. it's, it's, that's, it's, that's cool. It's out of nowhere, and, and I was just like... My mind was blown. I was like, oh, no, he could dodge me? And I thought he was going to come in for a flurry rush, but he doesn't do that, thankfully. You, you would... You'd be dead. <laughs> he flurry rushes you. Oh, could you imagine though if they had included that? You flurry rush each other. And it's just like a anime Dragon Ball Z fight where they're like, dum, 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 dum. Just like punching crazy fast at each other. Uh yeah, so you, you fight him as a normal sword user. And then the transition from phase one to phase two was also super hype. Yep. I, I'm. Are you? Do you remember what happens? I'm pretty sure I remember. That's where. When that's he where turns the demon king with the health the, bar. Yeah, yeah, the health bar. So he, I, I'm like 99 sure this isn't the first game to do that. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen that before, but it's so good. It's so great. Yeah, he he he's like, I'm. The line he says is, "I'm not even nearing the limits of my power." And then he, like, does a robe throw and transforms into just, like, friggin' Demon King Ganondorf, which looks like Demise from Skyward Sword. And the health bar starts to go, and you're like, oh, man, he's recharging back to full health. He's recharging back to full health, and then it just keeps going, and the music's like, dun, 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 dun. (laughs) You're like... Oh, it's, I mean, it's super gimmicky, but I loved it. I, I was eating it, was it up, great. man. <laughs> I was eating it up. Uh, and I thought that would be it. I was like, there's once, once you beat him, I was like, I was like, dang, that was such a good final boss fight. That wasn't the end, man. <laughs> that wasn't the end. Oh, we, after that, <laughs> he, rips the gem out of his forehead which is one of the secret stones so we, we didn't really hit on this for the story side of things but one of the story elements is that zelda has turned herself into a dragon 
in order to get back to the future, or at least to help to get the Master Sword back to the future while being powered up. Exactly. While losing herself. And so Ganondorf goes, I can do that too. And I, 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 I kid you not, I, I wasn't quite expecting this. I, like, no, I wasn't expecting this at all. But I realized what was happening as he was, as he was, as, after he pulled it off, I was like, oh no. And then you get, like, a really cool... It's it's basically the same as Breath of the Wild with the Dark Beast Ganon, right? It's the third phase. It's pretty easy. Yeah. And it's just this, it's like, not giant... It's necessarily the most satisfying gameplay-wise, but as... It just felt really epic. Yeah. It looks really good. It looks incredible. I'd say it looks way better than the Dark Beast Ganon fight, which is just, I'm yeah. fighting Ganon in a big, empty field. This is, like over Hyrule, a battle of dragons, and you're yeah, like... Dragon Zelda comes and helps. Yeah, man. It's so... It's so hype. And then... I gotta talk about this. This is my favorite part of the of, of the final fight is when you defeat him and he explodes. And it is the coolest explosion. A nuclear bomb. <laughs> He's the coolest explosion in any game I have ever seen. <laughs> it's so it's so it's so over the top, and Link's just looking at it while on the dragon from a distance. Just nuclear explosion, a laser sky. Beam. I hope nobody lived in that seventeen mile radius. Yeah, everybody's dead under there. Uh, every every single person. Um, yeah, so. The, the final boss. Speaking of explosions, actually, I gotta mention. So all like the four regional disturbance bosses explode real big, and it's fitting and intense for all of them. But the Mukturok is like a weird little squid dude that dies and then just blows up in the most dramatic way. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. It, <laughs> it, it just seems so out of the blue. It like withers into some like dried squid. And you're like, oh, it's dead. And then he just massive explosion. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. That was one of the highlights of that game for me. Uh, I, uh, man, man, it was, it was so good. Is uh, yeah, it was, it was just a really great game overall for, for story, uh, for the boss battles. I liked the dungeons a lot. I mean, we were, we were going, we we're, we're going a bit too the in the here. region was the best dungeon though. I think I liked that one a lot. I think it's between that one for me and uh, the Fire Temple. I actually did not like the Fire Temple much. I think that might be my least favorite. Really? I'm trying to remember. So then you got the... Which one am I forgetting? Oh, I'm forgetting a Sidon's Temple. Which that one was pretty cool because the whole thing was zero gravity. Yeah. That felt pretty unique. Yeah, I liked them all. I, I, think, I think they all were pretty good. Uh, so temple design, level design, world design. This world feels packed. It's huge. It's more than double the size of the of Breath of the Wild. So to get this game, <laughs> to get basically you have the whole overworld, which they've packed with way more stuff than I think was in Breath of the Wild, and then you have a whole yeah, underworld. Even with just the caves they added, there's like yeah. so much more. Yeah. 
And then you also have the Sky Islands, and you have a whole underworld. So, I like, the game's huge. The game is really big. Um, Mechanics-wise, I, I really liked... I really liked the new um, arm abilities, right? The the ultra hand, yeah, ultra hand, the fusion, um, recall. I thought those all worked really well. They were really fun to mess around with. Like you said, it can it could get a little broken very fast with using yeah, those abilities. You, just have, you have too much power. That's what you can do. Yeah, and I kept forgetting to like use it, but I, I found out if you attach one of those hover stone things to an arrow you can just like shoot it out and make floating platforms underneath you yep if you ever need to just chill in the air somewhere yeah where you can just like shoot them out to make steps to places yeah yeah and and you could just like you could throw it up and recall it and so like if it comes down yeah there's there's a lot you could do um overall so we talked story we talked how the game looks. We talked about gameplay. Uh, anything else we want to highlight here for review? I think. What I, else I, is there? I, uh, I mean, we could talk about amount of content. You and I both have finished all of the shrines. Yep. And uh, that was. Yeah, that was that was pretty. I I felt like they were all pretty good. Um, I I, I thought there were too many that were just gimmies. Right? Like, you just yeah, go in like and get the thing. Oh, yeah. Because the, the Raru's Blessing. A lot of them, they had challenges to get to the shrine. So then those shrines would just be like, okay, you made it here. Here's your reward. Except for one, which was awesome. The one that seems like it's a gimme. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know exactly like, what you're talking I, about. I noticed I like loaded, like walked into. It, I was like, "This doesn't say Raru's blessing. What's going on here?" And then it got weird, and it was. Awesome. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're you're too smart. You're too smart, Micah. I didn't notice that, and it was just like, about, like trial of <laughs> like, fire or something. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, that's suspicious. That was a cool one. That was a cool one. I I do like some of them. Felt really. Uh, really unique and cool. I loved all the ones where it's basically a mini um, Eventide Island. Oh yeah, Wild. those are my favorite as well. They take away all of your gear, and you just have to use what's there in the shrine. I'm glad they had a bunch of those because that yeah, those were a lot of fun. Those were all really satisfying to complete. Um, overall, I'd say this game's a ten out of ten. Uh, there are some maybe minor tweaks and improvements I think could be made, but overall, I think this is as good as a game as you're gonna get. Uh, yeah, it's, it's as good as you can expect anyone to make. I wish there was voice acting for more than just the few cutscenes, because there's not a ton of dialogue in this game. Although all the characters do have like unique conversations based off. I, I don't know if you noticed this, but the, it's way more dynamic than it was in Breath of the Wild. They'll be talking about the weather, the outfits you're wearing. Oh yeah, and you can so, water the Zora. And they're like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's even, like, the random NPCs just have, like, so many different dialogue options depending on, like, the environment and what's happening with the weather and, like, how you interact with them. It's true. I mean, it doesn't really change the game or anything, but I feel like a lot went into that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Michael, overall, what would you give this uh, a score? 
uh, I would probably give it a, a 100% pretty good. 100% pretty good. The that's the best, best rating I can give a game. That's a 10 out of 10 for the Nintendo Pals. <laughs> that's, that's what you got from us here. Um, well, this has been uh, this episode of Nintendo Pals Podcast. Hey, Micah, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me on Twitch and YouTube at Micah Prime. Hey, and you can find me on Twitch and YouTube at Andros1. And you can follow the show, uh, Nintendo Pals, on YouTube, Twitch, and um, on all the social medias. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Nintendo Pals, where for as little as a dollar, you can support the show and be a part of our Patreon Pokey Wrap, the shout-out we do at the end of every episode, which we will end this episode with right now. We gotta wrap some Patreon. You just do the scene. I'll take care of the hard part. Let's get it on. We want to be the best that ever was. And shout out our pals over on Patreon. LPD Razor, Retro Dodge Bay, Tim the Nintendo Dash Link, Tour Spider Chat, Solo Something, Mute Dog the Game, Little Miss Seven and Monkey Thunder. Catch him, catch him, gotta catch him all. Gotta catch him all. Patreon. Kid, Fiesta, Third Strong Smoke, Fedorable Will, All Ancestor, Cosmic, Purple Viola, That Fast John, and Mother Plays Tech. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all, yeah. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all, yeah. Gotta catch them all, Patreon. Let's get 150 or more.